One of my favorite things about the end of the year, as I'm recording this, is December 16th. One of my favorite things about the end of the year is uh, doing a review of the previous year and setting up plans and visions and goals for the following year. Um, and I've had a document for a while of what I do, my, my personal process of reviewing the previous year and setting up the next year. And for the life of me, I haven't been able to find it. I put it somewhere so I wouldn't forget where it was, and now I can't find it. So this morning I was uh, scrolling through Twitter came across a tweet from Tim Ferriss uh, linking to a blog post he wrote uh, several years ago, I believe. And the title of the blog post is Forget New Year's Resolutions and Conduct a Past Year Review Instead. And man, I love this process. And this this puts my process in a more succinct, uh, shorter format. So I'm just going to read through the process and add a few comments as we go, because this is more or less what I've done. But I think this is a, a the 80-20 of it. It's a simplified version. All right, so here's the steps. Number one, Grab a notepad and create two columns, positive and negative. Number two, go through your calendar from the last year, looking at every week. Number three, for each week, jot down on the pad any people or activities or commitments that triggered peak positive or negative emotions for that month. Put them in their respective columns. Number four, once you've gone through the past year, look at your notepad list and ask, what 20% of each column produced the most reliable or powerful peaks? And number five, based on the answers, take your positive leaders and schedule more of them in the new year. Get them on the calendar now. Book things with friends and prepay for activities, events, commitments that you know work. It's not real until it's on the calendar. That's step one. Step two is to take your negative leaders, put not to do list at the top, and put them somewhere so you can see them each morning for the first few weeks of 2019. Or I guess he wrote this in 2018, so 2020. These are the people and things you know make you miserable. So don't put them on your calendar out of obligation, guilt, FOMO, or other nonsense. And this is such a good lesson. I would add a few po- a few um, minor things to it. So grab the notepad. Go through your calendar from the last year. Also, go through your phone pictures for the whole year and just look through them. You, what I find is the positives are usually documented. <laughs> uh, and you, you might be a calendar person, you might not be where you put everything on there, but look through your calendar, look for your through your photos and look through your Amazon order list at things you bought. Uh, usually you bought those as gifts for people or for yourself or for your spouse or for your kids and that might trigger ideas and, and uh, memories of things you did over the last year that were either positive or negative. So grab a notepad, two columns, positive and negative. Go through your calendar, your pictures, your order list, maybe even your email. For each week, jot down on the pad any people or activities or commitments that trigger peak positive or negative emotions. Once you've gone through it, ask yourself what 20% of each column produced the most reliable or powerful peaks. And then based on those answers, take the positive things, commit to doing more of those next year, and commit to it by going ahead and scheduling them and setting them up. And then make a not to do list and put the peak negative things on it, put it on your desk and remind yourself of it each day. Love that. That's such a fun um, and easy to do activity as you wind down the year. I'm going to do this myself and uh, maybe I'll share some of the results here. We'll see. But uh, yeah, go check it out. Tim.blog or just Google Tim Ferriss, forget New Year's resolutions if you want to see the original post. And I'll, I'll maybe link it up in the show notes too, so you can check it out there. So, yep, good. End of your activity as you wind down the last two weeks of 2019. Most coaches and consultants who have a resource that they give away online aren't leveraging their thank you page. 
also referred to as a confirmation page, the way they should. Your thank you page is actually an opportunity to generate additional traffic to your website if you do the right things to make it go viral. This month only, I'm giving away my viral thank you page playbook, which includes everything you need to make your thank you page become a viral traffic source to your website, resulting in a lot more leads for you. You can grab it for free this month only at growthtools.com forward slash free. Again, that's growthtools.com forward slash free.